Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. Tonight, I stand here with, in my hand, a certificate from the Greater Los Angeles Homeless Count. It's a certificate of appreciation to me for your commitment to improving our communities by assisting in the homeless. Hmm. The Los Angeles Homeless Authority thanks you for participating in the 2019 Greater Los Angeles Homeless Count. Little redundancy there. It's it's a nice certificate. I had a good time. I have a tweet up. And the thing that struck me today, you know, I learned more. I make it a point to go to these meetings and listen and try and figure out what what's going on. Because it's very difficult to find someone who knows the answer to that question. What's What's going on? So the homeless count, the thing I learned, well, the homeless, the sad, the many sides, oh, I, I don't know. There's no way to make a best-sounding sad part. But if there had to be one, it would be that across the board, whether you have uh, mental problems, drug addiction, have burned your mind out with drugs and can no longer really function or don't even want to, you know, everybody that's temporarily down on their luck, they all need a place to sleep. And when I walked around out in the woods, you know, it's woods, it's uh, the desert, so there's a lot of cactus and trees and, you know, indigenous to this area. And I don't know why people are sleeping there, but they do. And that's why it just makes the most sense to get places, despite their level of drive or commitment or promise, to just have a place to sleep that's not in the desert, covered with... They bring mattresses and, you know, it runs the range. Some people have nice motorhomes... And maybe that was it. That's what they could salvage. And it would be a good thing if you had that to live in. But I learned over the weekend, and I probably have heard this, but it's like I didn't let it sink in because there were other confusing things. The Measure H that Los Angeles County put up to fund these homeless initiatives, they're it's for supportive services. And I've seen some where they do attempt to put in permanent housing. But even if you get a voucher to stay somewhere in an emergency, 
that's uh, that's something, but it's not like permanent housing. So you can get help, you can get funds to live somewhere for now, but it, there is nowhere that someone can live forever or as long as they want to live there. So we're going to get to the government shutdown and the Wilbur Roth, the um, Secretary of the Commerce, and again, I've maybe said this on this show, it's one of the few times I'll disparage another human being. It was just a funny joke. I didn't make it up. I heard somebody call him the Crypt Keeper, and he does kind of look like that. He kind of looked like an old guy that, well, he demonstrates. He's the guy that said that it was nice to see no protests in Saudi Arabia when they went there, not realizing that they chop your head off real quick if you do. That was when he went on the first Mideast summit with Trump and to Saudi Arabia. It was, uh, well, with all these things, who knows what actually went on. Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist that was murdered in Turkey, he had a good idea what was going on. And it's never in places like that to be too smart. Brave, but not smart from a protection sense. There are times when you have to blow the whistle, and him digging and digging and digging, well, it put him at greater and greater risk. But the breakdown of even a diminished trust, which someone like that must hold, you know, he didn't think that he was going into an embassy in Turkey to get snuffed and mutilated, cut into pieces and fed to the fish. He didn't do that. I don't even know if he thought that walking in there could get him killed in any way or extradite, you know, who knows? But I don't think he walked in there knowing they were going to kill him. So... Unfortunately, they did. And that's the kingdom of Saud that American foreign policy has some, you know, capitulated is the word I was going to say, but we went along and got what we wanted and, you know, we still have neoconservatives in the government that want permanent bases all over the Middle East so that we can control the oil. Now, if it didn't pollute the world and destroy us all, I'd say, all right. But we got to move away from needing that stuff. So here we are with the longest government shutdown ever and not much hope for fixing it. And we have this guy, Wilbur Ross, saying he doesn't understand why employees would need to go and get something at a food bank. He thinks that they should just go get a loan. And not many people can just go get a loan, especially people that are already loaned out, maxed out on their credit cards and live paycheck to paycheck and are just trying to live the American dream. They just can't go out and get a loan. So Wilbur Ross may be worth a billion dollars. And he doesn't quite understand. It was Donald Trump who said that people should just 
go down to the local grocery stores if they're hungry, as if to suggest that the store is just going to give you the food and let you pay it back when you get the money. You know, these things tie together because we have our government shutdown and our homeless homeless crisis. Now imagine, some people are so close to homelessness, they don't realize it. I mean, if you don't have any money and you're evicted because you didn't pay your rent, you're homeless. And let's just take the air traffic controllers first. Now here you have people with, you know, admittedly the highest stress job in the world. A lot of people's lives in their hands and a lot of times circumstances that are beyond their control. I mean, it's like uh, I finished up first, this Neil Armstrong story. What a great movie. Neil had a real way of controlling himself. I mean, things bothered him, but he maintained the right attitude. That's why he was picked. And, you know, I love talking about him because he's such a character, full of emotion, lack of emotion, the kind of guy you want to set upon a task. So here we go as the city and the county trying to fix the homelessness, and the shutdown could put many more people that work for the government onto these services. And now, think about this. The FBI isn't getting paid. But that's not just it. There's no funding for anything. They can't pay the informants. They can't pay the grand juries. They can't... Well, one offices put out a request for help. They're down on copy paper. Can you imagine the FBI doesn't have copy paper? The worst part for the FBI is they can't pursue their cases. And it's just a really good time for crime to run amok. Now, talking of crime running amok, people act really funny when they're hungry. And this shutdown could affect food stamps. And so all the people that are used to getting these debit cards to work at the grocery store, even if they don't buy the most healthy foods, it's something. And something is always better than nothing. And nothing may be what they get after their food stamps are gone. And, of course, there won't be nothing for long because when people get hungry, they do all sorts of crazy things to get food. And when they're starving, it's like the Donner Pass. We're not above eating each other in a pinch. But I don't think we're there yet. Of course, retailers could expect to see an uptick in stolen food. So, the what? World unraveling dissociative disorder. It gets crazier and crazier, and people are changing their minds, seeing how damaging this uncertainty is.
how confusing the chaos is. You know, you want a little bit of chaos to bust up things, you know, end stagnation, but you don't want chaos as a way of life. You want to overcome it, subdue it, know it'll come again, but beat it down or wrap it up or whatever you want to do for a while until it's able to come up again. And of course it will. In the next session, hopefully, we'll have a discussion of the shutdown. We'll talk about Jared Kushner. And we'll talk more about our local efforts to solve this problem. Homelessness. Okay, welcome back. You know, Upholding Matters is my effort to help myself, mainly, and everyone else figure out what's going on. People think strange things. I told you on social media, I accidentally signed back into Facebook, and then the addiction came pouring back, the horrible feeling that you're just spending too much time looking at this stuff. But it's important, and uh, it's, it's functional. It has a function. So I'm, I'm trying to roll with the changes, and I said this is our 41st show, and changes continue to occur. I mean, that's life, right? Never, nothing is fixed. I find a format, and it will need to change in time. So we're not trying to permanently lock in anything. We're experimenting with what works best or better. And so today, for the second half of the show, I've waited until the morning of the next day when I normally would have recorded last night. But I just wanted to see more details about what's going on with the shutdown of the government. And the best that I can come up with is there's been an agreement for a temporary reopening until the middle of February, that's three weeks. And so basically they can get going again and waste all that time trying to get back up to rolling. And then there'll be another one. Donald Trump threatens to pull his special powers out, uh, declaring a state of emergency, I, I assume that means, and then appropriate money the way he wants. So we're leading, you know, just the initial fear. It sounds like dictatorship. It sounds like everything NATO was meant to prevent ever happening again on the continent of Europe. And certainly no one would ever have thought that any time, any time into the future, it could happen in the United States. But I think if you're coming at this from a rational perspective, if you're trying to figure this out, 
I would just caution that there is an element of irrationality that you can't figure out. Why? And a lot of times, you know, the ideologues of the jihadists, I mean, they're religious fanatics. So you can't talk them out of things. On the other hand, people that are motivated by sheer greed, well, they can't be talked out of anything either. Has basically been my experience. I mean, they just go, go, go and get more by whatever means until they're caught, stopped, or they just die. And so, being that we're in an AM setting for the second half, and being a small mom-and-pop operation, you might hear the jingling of the curtains in the background. That's my morning cat. Well, she's my cat all day, but in the morning she looks. This is uh, the story of my lucky girl, who was a kitten in my backyard, and I startled her one day, moving something in a back area I have, and weeks later she was hit on the road, and I happened to stop the poor woman that was trying to help her. We took her to the doctor, and she lived, and we adopted her. And now, it's you know, it's bittersweet. She sits in the window and looks out into the backyard where she used to live with all these other cats around here. And I guess there's a couple she remembers, and she gets a little excited. So if you hear a sudden bluster of the curtains, that's my lucky girl. So speaking of luck, what are the chances that you could marry into the Trump family? And basically, this is what happened with Jared Kushner. Now, as you'll remember, he came into the administration against everybody else's advice. You know, the nepotism, the reason for the nepotism concern is that people grant, like if my kitty Lucky was appointed to something, I'd, I'd support her because she's a good cat, even though she may have no greater experience than any other cat. And certainly, maybe no cat has the ability to actually do a job. But I've seen a lot of jobs where people just really can't do them no matter what degree they have or anything. So, what's the difference? And so, something really silly like that, supporting your cat for mayor or something. I'll tell you the difference. Here we have a guy, this Jared Kushner, who during the administration's early days was trying to set up back channels with the Soviets so he could pass information without the United States government knowing what he was saying. He went to the embassy and he asked to use their security. Can you believe that? I mean, it doesn't make one lick of sense that that could go on one minute longer. Now, Malcolm Nance, he's a former CIA and counterintelligence expert and FBI, he's, he's been all over, and he knows what he's talking about. And so this form that Jared Kushner had to submit to get his top secret clearance, and that's just the beginning before you get these compartmentalized things that the White House gets that are of the topest, deepest, darkest secrets of our nation. And so see, here you have a guy wanting access to this stuff and has a secret channel to the Soviets, I mean, it's just, you know, you want to slap yourself in the head over this stuff. And that's what Malcolm Nance says. They're apoplectic at the CIA because 
Okay, well, the story goes like this. These career ethics people and the investigators that are supposed to give the clearances. Now, for instance, Jared has reviewed his form dozens of times. And Malcolm Nance said that if you do that once, you're out. So here, what they came back with, with Jared Kushner's initial applications was, and this is what Malcolm says he's never seen before, they're stamped unclearable. There's no way to resolve the conflict. There are born entanglements, and there's no way to fix that, other than just not giving him the clearance. So this goes on and on and on. And so what Trump did was he appointed someone in a position in the White House that actually gets to override all the experts and then just grant him the clearance. And he did that with Jared Kushner for the low-level, top-secret stuff. And that's bad enough, but he did that 30 other times with 30 other people in this administration, giving them access to this secret information that they could not get by themselves if there wasn't someone in the White House to overrule all the experts that are in their jobs to protect us. And this brings me back to my original concern. All of this undermines the respect for the law. I say there's no greater joy than to love and respect the law, but the law must be worth loving and respecting. And so here, the safeguards are in place. The right determinations are being made. And yet, someone in the top has the ability to say, nah, 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 in this case, no. We're just going to let this slide. So the guy's name is Carl Klein, put in that job to push these security clearances through. And it really makes a mockery of the law, laws that are in place, traditions, procedures. These things are all in place to keep us safe. And if... It, <sighs> I hesitate. If an idiot, if a madman, if a narcissist happens to be elected president, and there's plenty of proof that Donald Trump is all those things, and if he can change the rules and allow all these professionals to be overridden, I mean, let's. Here's the good news the CIA, they don't. They're not reviewable. Well, actually, the president can do it. But they wouldn't sign off. And yet, he's still looking at all this stuff. And he has all these friends in Russia, secret back channels. And you remember the Jamal Khashoggi murder, the Saudi Arabian journalist that was cut to pieces in the Turkish embassy? And everybody said, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that. That's Jared's best bud. And so, you know, you just know, you just go, oh my God, I hope not. But it does appear that we're being sold out from within by foreign entanglements and actors that, for whatever their motives are, are not in the best interest of our country. 
Come on, Robert Mueller. Come on. I want to hear you soon.